0: zoom recording and then i'll just do make host says recording okay cool sweet we're on now so i'm super excited to introduce our amazing speaker deanna beckett uh she is a character coach and author of cultivating your character ready to reach excellence let's crush your eek so thank you so much Thanks. (laughs)
1: I wasn't sure if you were done. Awesome. Well, welcome everybody. My name is Deanna and I'm a people pleaser and I fail every single day. So if you're exhausted, worn out and weary from life and pleasing people, then you're in the right place at the right time. I'm going to share with you um, a little bit of my story, um, some background on uh, the book I wrote And uh, just some more ways on how you can build your excellence. So I'm going to be sharing some slides. So bear with me as I stumble through some things here. So let's see if we can do that. So we're going to talk about eek to excellence. And Benjamin Franklin, when he was about 18 or 19 years old, he was an apprentice to his uh, brother, if you recall that. And when he was... um, wanting to step up with uh with technology way back then in the 1700s his brother just wasn't ready to make some changes so he um consulted a friend of his and his friend said i know of a place in england so they're back in you know colonial america they he said there's a place back in england that is advancing in this technology let's go take a trip so this friend of his was um, uh, a wise Quaker friend. And at that time too, Ben wanted to develop his character. He wanted to make sure he was checking in with himself. Um, so you can imagine the mentors that he had in his life to want to excel, want to improve and want to build his character. They were called virtues. Uh, Benjamin Franklin's 13 virtues is what my book is based on. And he and his, this friend went over on a ship and went over to uh, England, tested out this uh, uh, technology. And uh, it took not just days to go on the ship, but weeks and sometimes even into the months. And so they traveled all this time, Ben developing this system, um, writing down uh, virtues that he wanted to improve on, and then um, testing them with his friend And his friend read them. Ben had written 12 of them and he wrote them down and his friend looked at him and went, these are great, Ben, but you're missing one. So they kept on, you know, reviewing them, did their trip. And of course, coming back on that ship took, again, weeks and months to come back with the technology that they wanted. And by the time they got back, um, his friend revealed to him the missing one. And he knew Ben had a little bit of an ego and the one that he was missing was humility. So Ben added humility. He defined it. I think it has four words in the definition and you can see them all in my book. And um, he defined humility. And then that became uh, Benjamin Franklin's 13 virtues. And so I've uh, featured them in all uh, each chapter of my book. So I focus on Ben's keys to excellence. On the top part of my book, it says, pursuing Benjamin Franklin's keys for excellence. I had the privilege of singing under um, a doctor here at one of our local um, colleges. It's actually the college that my son goes to now. And uh, amazing uh, music instructor at an engineering school of all things. He wrote this in his syllabus the year that he retired. Everyone wants to become part of something great but not all have the desire to do what it takes to be the best. You become what you repeatedly do. Excellence then is not a decision, not an act, but a habit acquired through dedicated work. And I just love that definition. So today I'm going to leave you with three keys that start with the letter P. So there are three keys or three Ps that you can use and practice immediately. So the three Ps are people, personality, and power words. Now, I usually uh, do a lot of interaction with um, my audience, so I know you can't t- talk because we're all muted, but I'm going to say something, and I want you to say it back, even though um, we're muted with each other. So if you're ready, say ready. Ready. Awesome. All right. Um, my family um, grew uh, I'm from North Dakota originally, and I always uh, keep... Uh, uh, excuse me while I turn down my volume on my computer. Nope, that doesn't work because then I can't hear. <laughs> Love technology. All right. Um, anyway, I, I tease uh, my family here. I live in South Dakota now, but I tease uh, my family because I'm from North Dakota. It's a great state to be from because my family all lives there yet. And I have moved to um, the South, <laughs> just one state South. But when I moved here, um, I had had and made some uh, really Bad choices in my uh, college years. So I moved to South Dakota with a chip on my shoulder. I knew everything. I could conquer everything. Kind of like the um, you know what we're going through with um, you know the Gen Z years right now. They're kind of uh, bucking against the the quarantine, and we're trying to get them. You know, I thought I was invincible, <laughs> and I wanted to, um, or I had a lot of negativity and some bitterness, and I wrote this post in my Facebook page uh, the other day, or excuse me, a few months ago, um, it was the anniversary of when I moved here 25 years ago in um, January. So I wrote, 25 years ago this week, I made the big leap to move to this podunk town called Rapid City, South Dakota. We had about 58,000 population then. It's about 70,000 now, so it's a, a little town. I was 25, I thought I owned the world, could not err, and was invincible. I also took about four months to adjust to living here. So now that you know my age, if you've done that math, (laughs) it took an act of Congress and a bank robbery to fly out of this town. It took forever to drive across this town between the ranchers, cowboys, retirees, high schoolers, motorcycles, and the rest of us trying to navigate each other. I hated it. I hated the rally. We have uh, the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally here. I hated the curvy streets that have five names through the town. I hated the cost of living versus the pay. I hated almost everything about where I lived. And I was working to get the blank out of here. Until then, I got involved with a few organizations to help me bear the annoyance with a bit more ease. I became became a big sister with the Big Brother Big Sister program. And I joined the community choir, the one that I gave the quote from. And it was this last group that I met my future husband. Um, His sister and mom were in the choir with me. And a blind double date in November introduced us. And from there, it's history. Why all the hatred? I had a negative attitude and I needed refining. And refining is what God did. Through marriage, kids, self-development, books, CDs, business, Bible studies, friends, and practice. Daily practice. Practice. Now I know all the back roads by heart. I've earned the money to make flights. Now I know people in this community that make things really happen and I understand the growth. I've learned to have peace with driving and peace with other drivers. And now I learn to get out of town for the rally. But I've also chosen to be joyful and not bitter. And now I work on helping others choose the same. It's not easy daily correcting my own attitude when I backslide. And I'm happy for these past 25 years in this area. And I trust God that, that he has the next 25 planned for our futures. So my my um, final entry for that uh, post was, now is the time to trust, obey, and choose to have peace and joy daily. And honestly, I haven't read that since I practiced it for uh, presenting it for last week. I haven't read that for a couple of weeks. And wow, is that uh, relative to what we're dealing with today. But I could have... Gotten stuck. I needed a self development adjustment. I needed needed an attitude adjustment, but I learned to practice putting those things into place. I learned self development. I taught myself leadership, communication, and we all communicate differently. How many are glad that we don't all communicate the same? People in communication, yeah. People in communication has not evolved. Technology has changed how we communicate. We still all have the basic same needs. You're familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs. They've not all changed. So if we look at the bottom, um, we've got our psychological needs, excuse me, physiological needs. So that's our first basic, um, being able to breathe, eat, um, sleep, and uh, reproduce. Next up from that is our safety, having you know, police officers. I love we have a, um, a highway patrol that lives next door to us. That gives me security. I love that. Up from that is your love and belonging, your friendships, that connection. Um, In this time of social isolation, that's struggling. So it's great. Thanks, Lee, for um, creating this and um, bringing us back together and filling that love and belonging um, portion of it. And then up from that are esteem and self-actualization. And it is amazing when you get beyond those first three how – how motivated you can be and how um, excited about life you can be. So I have a story about my teenager. This is an actual picture of my daughter um, with the portable phone sitting beh- beside her. She was, I think, 15. She's now 19 and I uh, was encouraging her to um, put in applications for work uh, for, to, to work in job. And um, I made her make phone calls, follow-up phone calls. I'm from the old school of, you know, the paper um, resumes and the paper applications and then making phone calls. But phone calls haven't changed. In fact, um, you know, lately I've been doing Facebook posts and telling people to make some phone calls and get back in touch with people um, that you haven't talked to for a while. But anyway, this was her reaction when I asked her to make a phone call. Now, she eventually did make the phone call, but it was just like pulling hair, and she was actually kind of giggling, but, you know, laying on the, on the table, but she was just groaning and going, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, and for any of you that are in sales, you know the weight of that phone when you first start doing um, uh, phone sales or, um, you know, doing some follow-ups. It is challenging. There was a time that my family and I uh, went to um, Denver, and we climbed up this mountain um, with our vehicle. And um, it is the highest paved road in uh, the nation. And it's called Mount Evans. And as we creeped up this um, this mountain, we did um, we found that the tree line ended at a certain altitude. And you'll notice that when you climb up mountains. So as we you know kept on going, uh, the trees started to disappear and the plants started to change. And we realized that, um, you know, as we climbed the mountain, um, things started disappearing. And I like how Benjamin Franklin said, some people die at age 25, but aren't buried until they're age 75. And that just goes to show that um, when, um, when as high schoolers, if you, if you would believe this, high schoolers, um, after they graduate, never read another book Uh, One third of them never read another book their entire lives. And we want to make sure that we are um, keeping up and growing and, you know, rising in that Maslow's hierarchy of needs and not being afraid of little things like making phone calls. This was the same trip that we learned that our daughter um, had um, scoliosis and her scoliosis was worsening was getting um, better, or excuse me, getting worse, (laughs) sorry. So getting back to my story, before I jump into my daughter, some of my needs in that Maslow's hierarchy of needs were out of order as I grew up and moved to this area. And then when I brought kids into the world, I kept thinking there's got to be something that's going to change. I didn't even have the courage to smile or be joyful. I didn't even think I had the confidence, especially inside. I had that low self-esteem. And I could have stayed stuck for decades. I could have stayed blaming others. I could have stayed falling into ruts. And I was not positive by nature. When I tell people this, they look at me and go, really, you used to be like that? Yeah, I did because I made a change. I made a choice to make a change so that I was more on the mountaintops than I was in the um, in the gu- in the, gu- in, the gu- in the gullies, basically. So I could have allowed um, guilt and words from others um, to bring me down. I could have let my doubts continue to bring me down. So how did I rise? I of course, had kids. You know how um, you ask God for different things? I asked God for patience (laughs) and he gave me children. Um, I rose from um, doing Bible studies. I also focused on others instead of myself. And then I talked to myself and we're going to cover that in the final P. So again, we thought our next adventure would be an empty nest, a winter in Florida. Just get through this summer and uh, figure out what we wanted to do when we grew up. But instead, just sharing my story again, or my slide again, instead, our immediate next adventure is walking through um, a surgery to fix my daughter's scoliosis. This is her curve. And I'm sure some of you are going, oh, my gosh. And we go, I know, oh, my gosh. And we look at um, when her curve was smaller, and we go, wow, that was just a baby curve. But um, this is our next adventure. And there are days when I don't feel victorious. That's when I feel eek, when I look at this and um, look at what we're needing to focus on. That's where my eek sneaks in. And there are days when I don't feel great. I don't feel positive. I waver in my belief in myself. My subconscious is working full time. So I get back to the basics and remember to get outside of myself. So I want to ask you, how can we be a blessing to others, especially in this time that we are walking through right now? And here's some old-fashioned tips: when we're out, or you know, within that six feet distance, when we're uh, talking with our neighbors across the fence, when we are um, on video conferences, smile. When we're crossing people, you know, passing people, going to, in and out of the grocery store, because that's what we're kind of limited to nowadays, or the gas station, smile. And then the second step is not that much difficult, say hi, smile and say hi. You'd be amazed what kind of change that can affect other people. And then the third part or the third challenge is to compliment somebody. So smile, say hi, and give them a sincere compliment. So what kind of tiny change can you make today in your peopling skills or helping others? So our second P in our um, uh, points here is personality. Benjamin Franklin, let's see if I can find my screen share again,
0: there it is.
1: Benjamin Franklin um, defined the word industry. Uh, This is what I've um, found that be similar to personalities is lose no time, be always employed in something useful, cut off all unnecessary action. And what I wanna do is introduce um, the DISC program with you. I'm gonna have to make it fast because um, we're about halfway done here. So let's go back to, oops, let me see. One second. There we go. So some of you may have already um, studied DISC. You probably already mastered it. You probably teach it. You probably coached with it. So I call this disc basics with a twist. So you are probably familiar with um, the four different areas and they are relative to the colors. I took my first disc program uh, profile quiz in um, probably 1990, let me think, 96, 97, somewhere in there, maybe 98. And um, I tested high in D and second in I. And we'll go through a couple of things here. And then I retested under the color code program, which you're probably familiar with as well. And color code quiz actually focuses on um, answering the questions as you remember them as a child. And I came up actually three fourths yellow which means I like to have fun. And that's what I focus on. So it's, it's important to, um, you know, do some of these personality profiles, get to know you better, but also get to know how others work as well. So when you look at um, uh, the DISC, and the reason they're in that order is because it spells a word, but also D's like to be in charge. So if they're not first, you know, They sometimes get a little annoyed. So that's kind of a little uh, joke. So I want to remind you that I'm not pegging or labeling labeling anybody into a group. I'm just going to be focusing on introducing you to the individual um, styles, but give an extreme example. So if we look at the disc, you can see um, the descriptions of the dominant, influential, compliant and steady um, some um, examples of D personalities, of uh, uh, what they might do for a living. Sales managers, CEOs, lawyers, and police officers tend to be um, D personalities. I personalities, uh, of course, public speakers. Teachers, coaches, uh, news or radio hosts, uh, hairstylists are t- tend to be I's. And then S's tend to be teachers, um, admin surfaces, or support. And then C's are our calculating people. They are CPAs, our financial advisors, our data analysts, and traffic controllers. And definitely I want my uh, C personalities up on that tower when they're uh, bringing in the flights. But here's some ideas. Let me check my time. How am I doing on timely? I don't even have a clock right here. Oh, there uh, we go.
0: Time-wise, yeah, you're great, yeah, no worries. Okay,
1: perfect. So D personalities um, tend to be independent. I personalities work great with people. We are having a challenge during (laughs) during this virus right now. So if you know some I personalities, reach out to them and make sure they're doing okay. Um, S personalities tend to um, work good um, with no conflict and uh, C personalities don't like conflict as well. C's like to be accurate, S's like to be steady, I's like to be the center of attention and D's like leadership. Um, Some of the fears um, that Ds uh, tend to um, focus on is they don't like being taken advantage of. They don't like being in control. They don't like not being in control. And then I's fear rejection, S's fear loss of security or change, and C's fear criticism. But what motivates, this is what I want to focus on most, is what motivates a D is freedom. New challenges, they love to set goals. I's motivate, uh, what motivates I's are approval, flattery, acceptance, freedom, and being presenting. Um, what motivates S's are safety and security, and what motivates C's are um, information, um, having, uh, being well informed and doing their research. So when we look at um, these are, uh, the DISC personality profile, This is something you can try when you are with uh, friends next um, or if you're just having a discussion. Here is something, and this is what I usually do when we're in a group of people, is I'll break you up into groups of two or three depending on the numbers of people. And here's what I want want you to ask your neighbor, your friend, your coworker. Tell me a little bit about yourself. That phrase or question is going to steer you typically in a direction of um, who that person is and what their personality is and how you can communicate with them better. Tell me a little bit about yourself. These are going to go almost in chronological order and list their um, accomplishments, typically. eyes are going to talk your ear off and they're going to talk about everything and they're gonna be there a while. S's are gonna talk about their family. When you ask, tell me a little bit about yourself, they're gonna typically start with their family. C's, this is funny. The classic C, when you say, tell me a little bit about yourself, they're going to say, what do you wanna know? And when you hear that, try not to laugh out loud because they're going to wonder why you're laughing. But it's important to understand Um, what personality people are so that you can communicate with them. So if you look at the top half of the circle, um, D's and I's talk fast. I'm talking fast. Um, S's and C's are a little slower, calmer, um, take more time, um, build those uh, relationships. And then, um, let me check my notes here. I thought there was another thing on that. If we split it down the center, left and right... Um, oh, yeah, there it is. Tasks focused. It's right on the sheet there. Um, Ds and Cs um, are checklists. Uh, they want to get things done, get things tackled. And then um, I's and S's are focused on um, those people, the, the people skills. So here's some fun things about D's and S's. If you um, watch Star Wars, who's your D in Star Wars? Darth Vader. Your I? Han Solo, Luke Skywalker is your S, and C-3PO is your C.
0: I love this. Sorry, I just had to interject. That's amazing.
1: That's good. I'm I'm glad I'm getting some feedback.
0: (laughs) All right, if you've watched The Simpsons,
1: D is Kent Brockman. He's the news guy. Homer is your I. Marge is your S, and Lisa is your C. All right, for any Lord of the Rings fans out there, Gimli is your D. Pippin is your I. Frodo is your S. And Legolas is your C. Any Seinfeld fans? I know it's an old, old show. But Jerry is your D. Elaine is your I, of course. Kramer is your S. That surprised me. And George is your C. Now, as for celebrities, some D celebrities, of course, our own president, Trump. He's been a D. Um, he was the example for the D way long before he was president. Um, Hillary, of course, is a D. Patton was a D. Thatcher, D. And David Letterman is a D. Eyes, these, some of these will surprise you. Leno, Bill Clinton, Will Smith, of course, Robin Williams. And Oprah, that one surprised me as well. How about S personalities? Charlie Brown. Barbara Bush, Michael J. Fox, and Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers is a classic S. And then your C personalities, a local South Dakotan is uh, Tom Brokaw, uh, Albert Einstein, of course, Bill Gates, and Kevin Costner's. So my question to you is, how can you best work with other personalities? So think of those closest to you and the descriptions that I said. Now, some of us are going to be pretty well blended, especially if we've worked on this and worked on developing other parts of it. Um, Some of us have, um, you know, typically a strong one and a second one. Some of us could have a balance of all four. My husband is pretty balanced in all four. Um, But think of those closest to you and what is their personality style? And then what words and actions can you adjust to relate to them better? So if you are an S and you have to relate to a D, you've got to speed up your speaking, talk a little more, and uh, give them the bottom line. D's like bottom lines and um, you know, let them be free. Same way if you're, if you're working opposite you know, C to I or I to S. If we're I's and we're working with a C, we've gotta make sure we get the data and the research to the C's and know what we're talking about and we need to slow down. This is gonna build your relationships and help you be a little bit better. Now, if you'd like the basic quiz to test your DISC personality further, you can email me for a free link. I use Tony Robbins' link. And then now that you know how to communicate with other personalities, just a little bit better, let's look into communicating with ourselves. But before we do that and finish up with our final P, I want to give you a little challenge um, or let you know how you can win a copy of my free book, Cultivating Your Character. couple different ways. Connect with me on Instagram. When you uh, follow me on Instagram or LinkedIn, um, you can find me at, at Deanna Beckett. Uh, if you uh, go to, um, jeepers, I just brainstormed or brainwashed. Oh, my Facebook business page is Deanna Beckett comma character coach. When you follow me or like me on those pages, you're going to get one entry into the drawing. And then um, if you email me, Um, my, my email, if you want to type that in Lee is, uh, Deanna Beckett, two N's one T at gmail.com. You'll get two entries into the drawing for my book. And then, um, if you by chance go on Amazon and look for my ebook and put it on your Kindle and take a selfie with it, um, with your, with yourself, then, um, I'll get you in, uh, the drawing for five, five times for that. So if you want to get into the drawing for the book let me know. And then I also do um, coaching. So if you are interested in um, a 30 to 40 minute uh, coaching session with me, let me know by email and I'll get you into the drawing a few more times. So the last P, the last key is power words. Benjamin Franklin defines sincerity as you know, use no hurtful deceit. Think innocently and justly. And if you speak, speak accordingly. So, my past internal talk that I was talking about um, and how it changed my life, oops, excuse me, is uh, my first business that I had at home was my Mary Kay business. And uh, probably about 10 years, no, seven years into my business, my Mary Kay director was killed in her pink Cadillac and all of us reverted up to her, uh, her director. And when I met her, she, I'm 5'10", and um, the, the next gal that uh, we got to meet with is probably 5'2", so I towered over her, and she said to me, probably a year or two after we met, she says, the first time I met you, and quite a few times after, you know, we, we were working together, she says, she admitted that I intimidated the bejeebers out of her, and I looked at her and went, really? I mean, she outranked me by, I don't know how many levels and had been in the business for like 25 years, more than I had, and I intimidated her. I mean, a lot of it was from my height, but how that changed me is how people see us is totally different than how we see ourselves, because I internally looked at myself and, you know, thought myself as weak and wimpy, but when we change our words in our minds, we can, um, Move forward. Um, Paul said to the Romans about renewing our mind: "Is uh, is do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind." And the power of the spoken word comes out in our thoughts and our actions. So when I changed the words in my head and the words that I spoke, my thoughts changed and my actions changed. So building confidence be- begins with you, and taking action comes before motivation. So we have to step out into the new, the unknown, overcome fear, and we grow our confidence, our excellence bit by bit. Now DISC allows you to get to know you better and it allows you to get to know others better. So understanding how you can communicate and how you can talk better or listen with your coworkers, listen to your coworkers your spouse and your kids is going to make you a success. And in this day of technological separation and isolation, communication skills are imperative to be developed, practiced, and taught. It starts with you. When you're learning, growing, practicing, others are watching. They're watching you, they're influenced by you, and you're taking their example. They're taking their example by what you are doing and what you are improving on. You are leading with your daily actions and words, and what you say when you talk to yourself is important. So I encourage you to find Power Words. Things like, let's see if I can find my screen again, real quick.
0: Awesome talk, by the way. I'm still energized by this. This is amazing. Awesome, awesome. So here's some. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's
1: okay. Here's some words that you can um, say to yourself. I am whole, perfect, strong, powerful, loving, harmonious, and happy. So if you want to take a screenshot of that, um, or take a you know quick shot of that, saying that every day covers many areas of our life. So if those words get you motivated, that's, um, you know, that's what you can be saying to yourself. So I'm gonna ask you to say a couple things. Say, I am confident. Say, I am excellent. Say, I am powerful. When you say it, you believe it because you are every single day.
0: Awesome. Wow. How amazing was that, everyone? Oh my God. So the chat is popping. People are asking, you know, they said, love the Star Wars reference. Uh, great information. Um, so somebody said, what did you say eyes are motivated by? Somebody asked that in the chat.
1: Is that a question for me or are you? Yeah, for me. Yeah.
0: Somebody said, what, was, what were the eyes motivated by again?
1: Oh, let me dig them out. Yep. Hold on.
0: Yeah, you gave so many great examples, guys. This is amazing. Good,
1: good, and I I could go on for more time, but I know we've got uh, limited time. Eyes are motivated by um, approval, flattery, acceptance, and there's three more: freedom, um, having you know fun, uh, having friendly conversations, and being you know up in center stage, presenting.
0: Awesome. So is it okay if we just wrap up with some more questions? So anybody have any questions, please let her know. Uh, yeah. She's so amazing and giving us you know this time, being so thorough with her amazing uh, presentation. So anybody have any questions, please um, say it in the chat box now while she's live. Um, and again, for entries to her book, thank you so much for doing that. That's amazing. Her Cultivating Character book, um, email Deanna Beckett with two N's and one T at gmail.com. D-E-A-N-N-A-B-E-C-K-E-T. Um, so we oh, have- and then another
1: thing I'd love you to put in the chat too, Lee, is um, I'm just getting um, my Eek to Excellence, um, uh, what do we call this, online course built so if you want to sign up for it um, you can go to charactercoach.thinkific.com. Okay, just type that.
0: charactercoach.thinkific.
1: Think. So think if and then ic.com. Think if
0: I com. Okay, cool. Sorry, I'm, I'm typing with one hand, because I'm trying to get the uh, Facebook live up with my left hand. <laughs> uh, I miss one space, but you guys, I'm going to edit it in the video um, on YouTube. So you guys can just click. Um, but wow, uh, thank you so much. This is so timely. I think character coaching is something we all need. Thank you for all the, you know, references with this, because I, you know, I used to kind of look at disc and You know, I knew I was a mean one, Um, but (laughs) (laughs) no, you're just probably
1: a powerful D and that's okay. We need those. We need those leaders.
0: Thank you. Um, But yeah, if anybody have any questions, please email her. Um, Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to having you uh, on different summits in the future. Thank you. Thanks. Do you need to get host back, Lee?
1: Deanna, thank you so much for that. That was great. You're welcome.
0: Yeah, looks I like really Lee, appreciate it.
1: Steve looks Ruffin. like Lee has left, so I have to end the meeting. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we all right. We could stay talk all night. Yeah, I suppose. Us and Anitra awesome all right so i will end the meeting and and the recording it looks like Good. i just sent you an email um, okay request